Blog Talk Radio. Change will not come if we wait for some other person or if we wait for some other time. We are the ones we've been waiting for. in order to achieve the national security objectives that we've set. We've got to have a civilian national security force that's just as powerful, just as strong, just as well-funded.
Yeah. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome, folks, to another evening of the C. Robert Jones Situation Report with me, your host, Dr. C. Robert Jones. Goodbye, Robin. Robin Gibb, folks, gone. I didn't even know he was sick. He's out. Wow. My girlfriend back in high school had a big crush on that dude. Big crush. He's out. Who's next? These things happen in threes, but so far they've been happening in sixes and sevens and eights. Robin Gibb. We'll see you on the other side, my man. You gave me a lot of joy back in high school. Yep. The Brothers Gibb. Okay, let's get this party started. Without without the BGs for now. All right. Yeah. Uber just put it up in the chat room. Born December 22nd, 1949. 20 May 2012. If I wanted America to fail, if I wanted America to fail, how would I accomplish that? What would I start with? How would I start it? How would I kick it off if I were the President of the United States and I wanted to bring America to its knees? How would I do it? Well, let's find out. If I wanted America to fail. If I wanted America to fail. To follow, not lead. To suffer, not prosper. To despair, dream. I'd start with energy. I'd cut off America's supply of cheap, abundant energy. I couldn't take it by force. So I'd make Americans feel guilty about using the energy that heats their homes, fuels their cars, runs their businesses, and powers their economy. I'd make cheap energy expensive, so that expensive energy would seem cheap. I would empower unelected bureaucrats to all but outlaw America's most abundant sources of energy. After banning its use in America, I'd make it illegal for American companies to ship it overseas. If I wanted America to fail, I'd use their schools to teach one generation of Americans that their factories and their cars will cause a new ice age. And I'd muster a straight face so I could teach the next generation that they're causing global warming. When it's cold out, I call it climate change instead. I'd imply that America's cities and factories could run on wind power and wishes. I'd teach children how to ignore the hypocrisy of condemning logging, mining, and farming while having roofs over their heads heat in their homes and food on their tables. I would never teach children that the free market is the only force in human history to uplift the poor, establish the middle class, and create lasting prosperity. Instead, I demonize prosperity itself so that they will not miss what they will never have. If I wanted America to fail, I would create countless new regulations and seldom cancel old ones that would be so complicated that only bureaucrats, lawyers, and lobbyists could understand them. That way, small businesses with big ideas wouldn't stand a chance. And I would never have to worry about another Thomas Edison, Henry Ford, or 
Steve Jobs. I would ridicule as flat earthers those who urge them to lower energy costs by increasing supply. And when the evangelists of common sense try to remind people about the laws of supply and demand, I'd enlist the sympathetic media to drown them out. If I wanted America to fail, I would empower unaccountable bureaucracy seated in a distant capital to bully Americans out of their dreams and their property rights. I'd send federal agents to raid guitar factories for using the wrong kind of wood. I'd force homeowners to tear down their own homes built on their own land. I'd make it almost impossible for farmers to farm, miners to mine, loggers to log, and builders to build. Because I don't believe in free markets, I'd invent false ones. I'd devise fictitious products like carbon credits and trade them in imaginary markets. I'd convince people that this would create jobs and be good for the economy. If I wanted America to fail, for every concern I'd invent a crisis, and for every crisis I'd invent a cause, like shutting down entire industries and killing tens of thousands of jobs in the name of saving spotted owls. And when everyone learned the stunning irony that the owls were victims of their larger cousins and not people, it would already be decades too late. If I wanted America to fail, I'd make it easier to stop commerce than to start it, easier to kill jobs than create them, more fashionable to resent success than to seek it. When industries seek to create jobs, I'd file lawsuits to stop them, and then I'd make taxpayers pay for my lawyers. If I wanted America to fail, I would transform the environmental agenda from a document of conservation to an economic suicide pact. I would concede entire industries to our economic rivals by imposing regulations that cost trillions. I would celebrate those who preach environmental austerity in public while indulging a lavish lifestyle in private. I convince Americans that Europe has it right and that America has it wrong. If I wanted America to fail, I would prey on the goodness and the decency of ordinary Americans. I would only need to convince them that all of this is for the greater good. If I wanted America to fail, I, I suppose I wouldn't change a thing. Free market. The free market. This is what makes rich. It's what makes the middle class the middle class, the poor the less poor. I wanted America to fail. I'd do all of what was indicated and more. It was very subtle. Because what the person speaking was referring to was the policies enacted by United States Barack Hussein Obama. Earlier I spoke with a friend and we were speaking politics and she she said that what's going on now is a case of, yeah, you guessed it. The hoods are coming off. That's what black folks are saying now regarding the backlash against Barack Hussein Obama and his policies. The hoods are coming off. The sheets are coming off. 
Once again, black people have embarrassed me, and I'm embarrassed to be black because everything it, – it, it's, not, it's not the dude's policies. No. It's not the guy's policies we don't like. It's not the fact that he's running this country into the ground. It's because if you don't agree with Barack Hussein Obama and his policies, then you are a racist. I pointed out to my good friend that it took a whole lot more white people to elect Barack Hussein Obama president than there are all the black folks in the whole wide world. I was exaggerating a little bit, but I think she understood my point. And her response to me was typical. She said those same white folks, be they conservative or Democrat, were now changing their stripes. They were going against Barack Hussein Obama because they've somehow realized that he's black. <laughs> and so now their racism has reared its ugly head. When in actuality, Barack Obama promised far too much. And thank God he delivered far too little. Because if Barack Obama had delivered on all the things that he said he wanted to do, this country would be done. We'd be finished. As a superpower, we would be done. The Barack Obama experiment, his 15 minutes, are up. You liberals have had an opportunity to voice your choice. And you did. And you made a statement. You said to Americans and the world that we could elect a guy with virtually no past to speak of, no record, no 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 experience at all. Ambiguous morals at best. And we can install him in the office of the presidency, the most powerful job, the most powerful figure in the world. Now we know that it's not impossible to elect a minority. It's not impossible to, to elect a black man. I know that blacks thought that the day a black man will become president, well, they'd never see it. Now you've got what you wished for. Be careful what you wish for. Because in actuality, black folks, what you've done is nothing more than a minority hire. You hired a man and you follow him blindly because of his skin color. Because it was time. A Colin Powell, how many of you would have voted for him simply because he was black if he adhered to a true Republican platform? We'll never know. Colin's not going to run. But let's say he did. Let's say that Colin Powell was 
the first black man to run for the presidency of the United States as a Republican, as a Reagan Republican, how many of the 95% of you who voted for Barack Obama would have voted for Colin Powell? Would we have Al Sharpton out there propping him up? Would we have that idiot Tom Joyner out saying, let's forget about the facts. Wait, quote, let's not even deal with the facts. Let's just deal with our blackness and our pride. We have a chance to reelect the first black president of the United States. And I'm not afraid to say it. We should reelect him because he's black. End quote. Would they say that if that black man was a conservative? Tonight, during the limited time we have, we're going to talk about the top ten. We're going to have our top ten list of reasons President Obama won't be reelected. Now, if you have any doubt that Barack Obama will be sent packing from the White House in November, then cast your eyes on this list of reasons Barack Obama will be a one-term president, and that list can be found on Human Events, the webpage humanevents.com. I'm going to go ahead and put the list up in the chat room so that those of us who are participating in the chat room, and I urge all of you to, to come on in and do so, those of you who are listening at home on your computers or in your cars or, or what have you. That's a Chicago thing. Come on in and listen. But before we get into that, we're going to do a couple of my promos and then we're going to Get into the top 10 reasons Barack Obama won't be reelected. And hey, feel free to call in 347-884-8500. And if you agree, great. If you disagree, well, that's even better. <laughs> we'll be right back. You're listening to the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. Conservative prime time pops with excitement, start to finish, as callers argue passionately their points. Jermaine and Cool Mike host this sizzling two-hour cage match while keeping the show just this side of sanity. Dangling over the edge, Conservative prime time is one of our most popular shows. You can listen or brave it. Call in and make your point. If you think you can debate today's political discourse, call Conservative prime time weeknights at 11:30. Prices going higher and higher. Ask George Bush's best friend, Big Oil. <laughs> Big Oil kept U.S. oil reserves in Anwar off limits by paying off the caribou lobby. Big oil. And who conspired to keep new refineries from being built in the U.S.? Big Oil. Big oil. 
And why is Ted Kennedy opposing windmills in Nantucket Sound? Big oil. Ethanol. And who, in 1979, along with the cardigan sweater cartel, made sure that Iran would always be run by unstable lunatics? Big oil. Jimmy Carter. Big oil did all this to make unbelievable profits of nine cents per gallon. So get angry at George Bush and Big Oil and ignore anything the Democrats have ever done to get us in this mess. Paid for by George Soros and other futures trading friends of Hillary Rodham Clinton. Excellence in Broadcasting presents Liberals of Genius. Liberals of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. President of the United States. Mr. President of the United States. You single-handedly managed to choke all the life out of the world's greatest economy in record time. 10% unemployment. No one else could have apologized more, spent more, or built a rat maze healthcare system from hell that only the IRS could love. What were you thinking? Thanks to you, FDR will be known as a conservative, Carter will look presidential, and Joseph Stalin won't seem like such a bad guy. Joe was misunderstood. So crack open a good book, sit on your butt, and help your buddies with a snowball's chance in November. Mr. President, the one we weren't waiting for. Robert Jones Situation Report. I'm your host, Dr. C. Robert Jones. The call-in number is 347-884-8500. Saturday. Saturday, I spent a leisurely day in Old Town, Alexandria. On King Street. King and Union, to be exact. At the Starbucks. I sat down outside, relaxed for a little while. Oh, damn dogs. Everybody had some little rat dog walking around. And the damn dogs were getting on my nerves. One dog just kept whining. One lady who um, had uh, lost um, one of her arms, and she had one arm, and she had this cute little lab, and the lab was carrying a basket. 
that was the only cute thing about the dogs that day in Alexandria. But later on that day, I got into my Marine Corps gear, my uh, mountain bike gear, and I took my mountain bike all throughout uh, parts of Virginia and down into Washington, D.C. I rode across the Marine Corps Memorial, the uh, raising of the flag at Mount Sarabachi. I rode through Arlington Cemetery. Well, I walked. I rode into Arlington Cemetery. Bike riding in the cemetery is not allowed. So I walked my bike along with a lot of the other visitors, and I looked at some of the grave markers from Vietnam and the Civil War. Later, I walked out and got back on my bike, and I rode down the mall from uh, Lincoln Memorial to the Washington Monument. And then I rode around over the executive, the old executive office building, and then as close as the White House as anybody can get near Pennsylvania Avenue. I looked at the White House and I didn't have the same feeling, you know, like a feeling sort of like Chris Matthews would have had, like that tingle up your leg. I didn't have the same feeling for that venerated, venerable place as I usually get. The White House. It's just not the same place anymore. Our country is not the same place. I rode past the GSA building. And you all know about the trouble that the, that the GSA has been having lately. They're, they're tarnished. The White House is tarnished. The old executive office building is the only building in the area that seems to stand with honor. Perhaps that it's because it has Eisenhower's name on it. The place just isn't the same. Washington, D.C. just isn't the same. Looking out at the White House, the People's House, all I could do was stare at it and just shake my head. I rode off back closer to the Lincoln Memorial, mounted my bike on my car and just drove away. In times of Reagan, hell, and even Clinton, you could see the place as being a place of honor. But not anymore. Hopefully there'll be a president that can bring that sense of honor back. That ambiance of honor is what I call it. So without further ado, let's get into our subject matter while we still have some time left. I've got some folks on hold, and we'll get right to you in just a minute. I'm going to put the first reason why Barack Hussein Obama will not be reelected out there for you right now, and then we'll discuss it. One is jobs, jobs, jobs. Now, the article states that while the official unemployment rate has inched down to close close to 8%, that number would be much higher if all the discouraged job hunters who stopped looking for work weren't included. Obama's record as a job creator is dismal. 
because the basic tenets of his economic ideology are woefully misguided. Government doesn't create jobs. It just gets in the way of companies that can. Does anybody disagree with that? Let's let our callers in now. 804, you're on with the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. Hello, Dr. Jones. This is uh, Hugh from Virginia. How are you? Hey, I'm great. How are you? Virginia. All right. Uh, yes. Richmond, Richmond area? I'm sorry? Richmond area? Uh, yes, Ashland. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can tell by the area code. Right. And I'm standing in my truth, and I'd like to share my name because this show is so important, what you're putting out, the information. There's some documentation on a site that uh, my partner is just branding me with. It is, mm-hmm. uh, if you Google Hugh, H-U-G-H, H-U-G-H. last name, last name Trollson, T-R-A-U-L-S-E-N.com, click on historical articles. And you'll see why we're in the state we're in. This has been going on for quite some time. Okay. I, I exposed the former federal government bureaucrat via front page Wall Street Journal article that you can see on this site okay. back in the early 80s. That indirectly eventually led to the resignation of Jim Wright from Speaker of the House. Mm-hmm. The original memo that I activated to get the Wall Street Journal done is on there as well as other documents. There's also the last item is a letter from this president to me, <clears throat> dated July 7, 2009, related to the economy. Now, I responded to that letter. I hope that you'll pick up and work with me on this because I want this information out to the masses. In my letter of response, I pointed out to the president that I have no risk strategies that are actually a strategic intelligent enhancement that will allow businesses at will to expand and diversify to an unlimited degree in any field and create jobs and opportunities at the same time. It's totally transparent, highly ethical and moral and will force companies to be more responsible for their employees, their customers, the environment and the community. I guess I'm get, not getting a response because they don't like that in Washington, do you mm-hmm. think? I think you may be right. Now, I'm looking for the website here. How is the last name spelled again? Uh, T-R-A-U-L-S-E-N, like Nancy, uh, yeah. HughTrollson.com, and then when you get the site up, just click on historical articles. And this is so important, this article, because it beautifully describes just how special interests and lobbyists have corrupted the whole atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the person I exposed, the Dr. Paul Signs, I believe, was a CIA operative, and they're they're all over the place. And there has to be some accountability. I, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Susan uh, Lindauer, the CIA asset, the, the whistleblower from 9/11. Yeah. Her, she was jailed, and then she has a book out describing her handler got 13 million dollars of black ops money mm-hmm. for nothing. And was told if anybody questions you, just have them call this number. What what the heck is that? Yeah, exactly. I have the I have the website up, and uh, we'll we'll uh, I'll gladly share the information. I've already put it up in the chat room for uh, for some of the chatters here, and uh, I would I would really like to have some time to go through it and get you on the show. I, it's my understanding that you've been on another a uh, couple other Blog Talk radio shows. Is that correct? 
You've been I'm interviewed? spreading the word. I'm standing in my truth, and I have shocking mm-hmm. things sitting in the White House. If you, I'll work with you because I, this information has to get out for this presidential election. Yeah. There are alternatives. I feel from my heart that both the Republicans and Democrats are deep in the pockets of special interests behind the scenes. Oh, no that doubt. Has, that has to change. And a lot of people agree with that. We have one more caller on the line. Let me go ahead and bring him in. Uh, Caller, you're on with the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. Hello? Yes, hello. Hello, C. Jones. Maze, is that you? Yes, it is. Are you in the chat room at all? No. Okay. Uh, I put up some information about one of the other other callers. I understand. I've already seen it. Okay, you've seen it already. Okay. Yeah, he has the same problem, too. <laughs> what's what's the problem? But anyway, the same problem everybody else got. Okay. Mace, what do you... But, uh, I'm going to tell you what I saw. The White House has got pretty grass, and it's, and it's just glows to me when I went to see it last time. When was the last time you visited the, the White House? Uh, oh. In February. In February. And the mm-hmm. grass was pretty in February? Yes, it was pretty. Were you drinking? Did you have some eggnog with some uh, with drink. a little with a little? I don't uh, drink. Okay, because I feel like, like getting drunk. This, you know, I feel like getting drunk sometimes listening to this rhetoric that I keep hearing over and over. Because I was there, uh, Maze. I was there in February, and the grass well, was there at the same brown. Time. The grass was not brown. It was it it, 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 it was a mild. No, it was no. Just like some because it was hot in February. No, 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 Maze. Yes, it, it was hot in February when you were there. I have pictures. Drinking, Do you need me to send it to you? Yes, because you were See, drinking like, eggnog laced with uh, with uh, with some some uh, alcoholic uh, uh, substance. So, but that's not why I call. I'm saying, do y'all have a memo? Because why do y'all repeat the same thing? Every every everything that's a Republican, you hear the same thing out of them, and that's how people can tell what you are. All right. Um, what, do you, what do you think about the first uh, thing I laid out here about uh, uh, the Obama administration and uh, one of the top ten reasons why Obama won't be reelected? Jobs. Is it? The reason Obama will be elected again is because mm-hmm. there are jobs, and the reason why the Congress need to go is because if there is none, it's not the president's fault. Okay. That's one reason. Now, what do you? What else do you need to ask me? Oh, hold on, Maze. We're gonna get uh, get get my other caller in here, sir. We're back with you. I would really like um, uh, to 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 get into the topic that I have here in front of me that uh, the website that you put out. Uh, and and if you would be interested in me interviewing you about this issue separately from the discussion we're having now, I would really like to do that. Would, Most uh, definitely, my phone number is on there, or you see mm-hmm. it. Uh, yep. And there is additional information on the internet for people that, if they Google my name, mm-hmm. look for an article entitled "America's New Transformational Economy." Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's an 18-page PDF file that can be downloaded from that. One of the items is actually a letter to me from the Carter administration. Item number five is something that will get this country revved and getting it back in shape. It's Veterans Uniting America. It's simply a mission statement that can be utilized by every citizen of this country to remember our fallen heroes every day of their lives and to do something in their memory, the ones that saved this country. I'm not going to watch it go down the tubes. I'm a Vietnam-era veteran, and I'm in the VA health care system right now, and I am so upset with what's going on with the disrespect and lack of help for the people that have 
done what they did for our country overseas. Now, I'm not in favor of some of these wars and the manipulations behind mm-hmm. this. That has to be looked at and addressed, but I uh, fully appreciate every single uh, veteran and serviceman on active duty now, and God bless them all. Well, th- well, thank you. Uh, if you'd like to hold on and, and join this discussion of what we're talking about here today, I would, would really love to. that thank would you. be great. Uh, but we'll interview uh, you uh, sometime later this week uh, on on the issues that you present in your uh, on your page. I'd love to talk about that. Let's bring in our other caller here. Six one six, you're on with the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. Well, good evening, Doc Jones, and to Ooh, our, uh, there all is. our chatters. Maze, welcome back. Nice to have Maze back. It is hey, nice I, to have Maze back. Her husband must have allowed her to. Uh, he, she must have buried him in the basement, and now now she's. Uh, here, you this, here you go. Here you go with this crazy stuff about my husband. Oh, <laughs> well, Maze, chill out, man. War's over. I have, I, have, I have veterans. I have veterans in, in my family. I have a lot of them. They're not having yeah. any problems. It, it's kind They're of not, funny. Um, just recently kind of over the weekend, if anyone listened to Blog Talk Radio. Uh, several people were making comments that Doc Jones is more critical of the Republicans and President Obama than he is the Democratic legislation. So I almost think in some ways it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, Doc Jones is far from just a Republican. He's a true conservative, which is mm-hmm. either way. But the, anyway, I'm not, I, didn't, I didn't call to defend Doc. I was going to make a comment is that one of the reasons we may see Barack Obama again is because – not because of his policies, but it's because of Mitt Romney. I think this one, uh, the previous Thank caller, is, is accurate. The Republican Party picks a Don't have nothing. John McCain, <laughs> although a veteran and very well res- uh, respected. I, I love John McCain as a veteran. As mm-hmm. a politician, I can't stand him. But the, yeah. the bottom line is we need somebody who's... You know, we need somebody who's just going to stick up for the United States. You know, the obligation to defend the Constitution is against all our enemies. Our enemy can be in our own living room. But yeah. that's just my personal opinion. Mitt Romney, uh, Mitt, we could have done a lot better. We, we we could have done a lot better, but we didn't. Uh, the candidates that uh, that we needed to run declined to run. You know, Mitt Romney was the last man standing in a game of musical chairs, uh, uh, Cool Mike. Um, You know, Jeb Bush, uh, 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 Chris Christie, uh, I I could count, you know, on on all my fingers right now, ten candidates who who are better. Hold on, Mace. Ten candidates who are better than Mitt Romney right now. And but but none of those guys declined. They declined to run. So if in fact the conservatives we lose to Barack Obama in November, you know who do we have? we can't blame Mitt Romney? He's the only guy who really stepped up. You know I, I, what do you think of that? I mean we've had other candidates. We've had we we have better candidates. They said they they're, they're not going to run. Marco Rubio, if he'd run, he would beat Barack Obama. Come on. I mean, what are they going to say about him? That he doesn't have any experience? No, they're not. They're not going to say that. Uh, call eight zero four. What do you think about that? 
I would like to present an alternative that can be looked at that is fascinating. I'm not endorsing anybody, but this gentleman seems to make a lot of sense. His site is Light Party, L-I-G-H-T, party.com. He's mm-hmm. a write-in candidate for president, and he really has it all together. Well, wait a minute now. Is he a Democrat or Republican? or? He's a combination of libertarian, green, and all kinds of stuff. It's oh, my goodness. Jeff, how can he, how, how is he... But how is he going to be better than uh, than Mitt Romney? I mean, we we don't need a hybrid. We need a true conservative. If, Wouldn't you agree? If you, see, if you see his site, you'll you'll get a good idea. He okay. is all about common sense and has solution. He's solution oriented. He's mm-hmm. that's what people are looking for. They're not looking for, you know. The, there's a lot of people that just don't see the direction that he presents in common sense terms. I see. Uh, cool, Mike. This is not cool, I'm sorry? Mike. Mike, are you there? No, he's not. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I'm right here. What's You're up, Doctor? Oh. Who do you who 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 do you think would be a better candidate than 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 Mitt Romney who's not running? Uh right now, Doc, that's really irrelevant. I, I mm-hmm. really think right now if I, I think we have two choices. And the bottom line is I'd love for there to be another person. I mean I I don't think either one, but I think Mitt has to grab somebody who puts energy in the campaign, a Rand Paul, someone who's going to bring energy back. Because the bottom line is, you know, Mays is entitled to her opinion, and so is everyone else, but the bottom line is we are headed towards a communist nation with Barack Obama. Well, of that there is no doubt, or at the very least a socialist regime, a Marxist-socialist hybrid is what some folks are saying. Um, This administration... Is not they're not going to win re-election. I mean, we've got numerous blog talk hosts who have, who swear who their pinky on the, you know who chop off their pinky toes to suggest that uh, you know Barack Obama is going to be beaten, and it's going to be easy to do so. Hence the title of this show tonight. You know, all Mitt Romney has to do is keep his cool, and not say or do anything stupid, and this game is over. Imagine Mitt Romney. Across from Barack Obama in a debate. What's Barack Obama going to debate? He can't stand in a debate and defend his record. So far, all he's done is engage in class warfare, rich against poor, etc., etc. How is he going to defend his record? All Mitt Romney has to do is attack that record. I mean, Mitt Romney can win, but... It just seems to me that there are a lot of conservatives out, out uh, conservatives out there who don't want him to win. You know, I, I would even suggest that there are conservatives, there are conservatives out in our party, who would rather Barack Obama win a second term than Mitt Romney. What do you think about that? Anybody, Mays, even you, Mays, you out there? Yes, you keep popping me down, so I can... No, I don't do that. No, I would never do that. Uh, (laughs) I I just want to interject that what I'm looking for in this election is the issues put out there, the basic issues have not yet been addressed. And I would love to have a third party present questions to President Obama and myself to see. I'd be the Joe the Plumber for... (laughs) Romney, everybody wants a third party. Because I have Everybody, solutions. everybody mm-hmm. wants a third party, 
And then you want the Republicans come with a Tea Party, and they're Republicans, Tea Party Republicans, and then they come from the same place. It's just like the Democrats and the Republicans, there's not a direct difference in the Congress when they get together. I'm gonna That's why we don't have anything change. I'm going to tell everybody to register as independent and let, it, let them figure I it out. I am independent. I'm not, a, I'm not a party person. I don't have a party. But you That's do right. plan to all. But you do plan but to vote for I do plan to vote for the president. That's right. I sure do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because he's going you, to be president again. You believe that his policies are Mays, Where, what, where, where are you? Where do you live anywhere near uh, Washington D.C.? No, I don't. Okay, all right. But you were there in February, is that right? Yes, I was. Okay. What were you doing there? So did you, were, you, was, were you at CPAC with me? Because I didn't see you. No, I wasn't at CPAC. The first place I could get away from CPAC. All right. <laughs> see, I don't uh-huh. need a party to lead me. <laughs> uh-huh. And then when you, you always talk about what Mick Romney is doing, what has he done as governor and anything in his whole life to make a change to this country? Y'all well, sound like y'all come well, from some no, other no, place. No, 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 Maze. Like y'all hate the country. That's what Maze, it sounds like to me. Maze, a lot of us agree that Mitt Romney is a weak candidate. A lot so of us do. So what you arguing for then? I mean, as what, well, because, that's what I'm saying. Because he's all weak. Because he's all weak. Maze, Maze, let me finish. Let me finish the answer. Okay. Because he's all that that we've got, you know. Uh, the other candidates who are much stronger, who have much better records, are are are, are have declined to run. And Haley Barber wouldn't run either. So in other words, that should have told you something. Well, it tells me that. Uh, what should you that know, tell you? It, it tells me that the that the that the people who 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 are better suited to run this country. Who can win? Who can beat Barack Hussein Obama handily? They, they're just not. They don't believe they're ready. Oh, that's what it is. They don't believe you know, they're ready. They don't believe they're ready, and a lot of folks simply don't want the job. It's just too much of a headache. Oh, really? Yeah. Hell, it, I agree it, with the latter. It's it's also been you know it's also been well established that Barack Obama doesn't seem to want the job. Hell, he's on vacation most of the time. He's he there. might not seem to want it, but he, the job that he has, he's doing a good job at it. Okay. Because, because some people don't like him, and some people don't like what he's doing. Because uh, when you always say that the rich people, and you talk about the rich people, mm-hmm. can you tell me some small business that the America had to bail out because of a small business, or that we have to take our tax dollars and bail out the big the companies that you always talk about all the time? Maze, maze, We have to take our money and bail out the nine one percent all the time. We do not have to bail out the small business. That's what y'all go go wrong with y'all information. Most, um, most, most, uh, most polls show that America, um, that that a great many Americans like the president personally, but do not approve of his. I'm not talking about the president. I approve of his policy and what he's doing because if they put a cap on the insurance companies, Uh they wouldn't be raising the insurance. And they put one on the medical companies, they wouldn't be doing the things that they do. But you got a sorry Congress. Who would put a who put a cap on what, Maze? On uh, insur- uh, health insurance. Okay. And all you right. put a cap on for people going to, going to college mm-hmm. because all of this money they just raising, raising, raising. For what reason? So There's nothing a, change a, because a, books they take. Excuse the me. The best, the best, the best colleges hire the best uh, professors. Because they, the they need, they need to be, money, they need to be paid. Maze, it's called free enterprise. Yeah, free enterprise. Then you got to pay all this money back from going to school. So exactly. that's what's wrong with the country. It's your Congress. You okay. get your Congress straight, both sides, the Democrats and the Republicans, then you're mm-hmm. going to see a change come across the country. Got it. Thanks, Maze. we got those people up there, we won't see one. So you keep on hollering as a Republican, as you say. Mm-hmm. And you have nothing to run and nobody to run, and you don't like what you got. So you got you. to deal with 
he, yes. Do you have anything to say about that uh, that stuff that uh, Mays is talking about? Yes, I think Mays is a wonderful lady, and uh, yeah. I think he, we all have freedom of expression, and I think it should all boil, boil down to the basics. I'd like to give another site for you to look at, creativity777.com. On that site is also the same letter from President Obama to me, but in addition to that, there's a poem titled Caring Sharing. That poem is in the President Ronald Reagan Library. It's discussed as a weapon against terrorism in the interview that can be downloaded, and currently I'm using it to help the people of Haiti who can't help themselves. Now, that poem I wrote in 1983, and I sent it to President Reagan because on December 19th, 1983, he proclaimed the day National Care and Shared Day. And this is where people should be looking at. The poem is titled Caring Sharing. It's three lines long. It mm -hmm. reads, if you dare to care, then share. If you share, pay heed. God will reward every good deed. And yes, God is in America. I'm not letting people take God out of America. And God help us. We'll get this country back on track but it will be with peace and love, not war and not division. Conquer and divide has been with us since the beginning of time. The paradigm I'm working on is bringing spirituality into global economics and combining it with unconditional love. And it will be transparent. And the one percenters that aren't behaving themselves will follow the money back. We'll see who's doing what and who's manipulating us how, keep this in mind. Every day you buy a product that's election day, you're casting a vote for that company. So look at who you're buying from, and then stick it to them. Well said, well said. Uh, I'm going to put you on hold right now because, well, well, no, stay right there because we're going to run through our list a little bit. We're running out of time. The show's almost over. We've had you guys, uh, you and Mays and... And a cool mic on on uh, on the line here, and so we haven't really had a chance to talk about the ten, the top ten reasons President Obama won't be reelected. The next one is a healthcare showdown, with the Supreme Court reading its decision on the president's signature initiative, the Affordable Care Act. Well, that's going to be front and center, right as the campaign is heating up. No matter how the court rules. The nation will be reminded of the highly unpopular health care overhaul that, is, that was enacted with legislative bribes using arcane congressional rules and without a shred of bipartisanship. America is going to see that front and center no matter how the Supreme Court rules. The immigration showdown. Oh, yeah. The high court will also be issuing its decision on Arizona's immigration law, SB 1070 which allows local police to check a person's immigration status, with polls showing a strong majority of Americans favoring the legislation Obama's suit against the state is highly unpopular. What do you think about that, folks? The call-in number is 347-884-8500. Dismal economy. The economy's not doing well. We can all see that. Given the nation is in the midst of the weakest recovery on record. And even that is petering out a bit. With so-called tax-mageddon looming after the election, 
when a host of tax hikes are automatically scheduled to take effect, an Obama victory would ensure a continued weak economy because he'll gladly allow them to be enacted. And it doesn't matter that the country will go severely into the toilet with Barack Obama enjoying a second term because he doesn't have to run again in four years. And if the economy sinks so low that there are riots in the streets like we're seeing in Chicago today, that there's a a situation of Greek proportions, Barack Obama can suspend elections four years from now and enact martial law, thus setting himself up for a third term. If Obama enacts the tax hikes that he has in mind, that he envisions for a next term, America is pretty much doomed, not just to mediocrity where we are right now, but to subpar standards. We're talking European-style standards. Because that's what Barack Obama has been aiming for all along. Big government run amok. From Obama's fictional Julia, who can't get through life without a raft of government programs, to his, well, his failed stimulus package. This president is all about crafting a big government solution to every problem. The American people are on to the community organizers spreading the wealth around. They would rather have economic freedom than a government handout. There's no doubt about that. Americans are hardwired for freedom, folks. Freedom. Freedom to do as we please, go where we want to go, eat what we want to eat, make as much money as we want without having it taken away by the government. What this president seeks to enact is nothing more than what the King of England attempted, which resulted in a revolution and the separation between the colonies and England. Barack Obama seeks to duplicate what the King of, the King of England did, which resulted in the Revolutionary War. Barack Obama is setting this country up for yet another revolution. Make no mistake about that, because most Americans will not stand for what this guy's going to put up with. If he wins a second term, let the games begin. Americans, well, I've said this before. Americans either want to be led, they want to lead, or they want to be left alone. There are more of us who would rather be left alone than led. Barack Obama has indicated that he is not going to leave us alone. He is not going to leave us to fend for ourselves. He believes that government is responsible for every success that's been achieved over the last 200 years. That we couldn't have done it without the government. Bill Gates couldn't have done what he's done without the government. Steve Jobs, not without the government. Hey, Thomas, Alva, Edison couldn't have done what he's done without the government. Barack Obama believes that government is the answer to all our problems. There are those of us who believe that, in fact, that is not the case. 
Well, folks, our time tonight is up. Please join my main man, G-Ski Rocks. Cougar, later on. Um, cool Mike, later on tonight. The GGT 183. Conservative prime time at 1130. Be there or be square. Good night and God bless you. From the C. Robert Jones Situation Report, I'm your host, Dr. C. Robert Jones. Tune in tomorrow. Try not to Good night, get folks. worried. Try not to turn on to problems that upset you. Don't you know everything's all right? Yes, everything's fine. And we want you to sleep well tonight. Let the world turn without you tonight. If we try, we'll get by, so forget all about us tonight. Everything's all right, yes, everything's all right, yes. Sleep and I shall soothe you, calm you, and anoint you for your hot forehead. Then you feel everything's all right, yes, everything's fine. And it's cool and the ointment sweet for the fire in your head. Close your eyes, close your eyes and relax, think of nothing tonight. Hey, woman, you find ointment brand new and expensive, should have been saved for the poor. Why has it been wasted? We could have raised maybe 300 silver pieces or more. People are hungry, people who are starving, they matter more than your feet and hands. Try not to get worried, try not to turn on to problems that upset you. Don't you know everything's all right, yes, everything's all right, yes. Surely you're not saying we have the resources to save the poor from their lot. There will be poor always, pathetically struggling. Look at the good things you've got. Think while you still have me move, while you still see me. You'll be lost and you'll be sorry when I'm gone. And I shall soothe you, calm you, and anoint you for your hot forehead. Then you feel everything's all right, yes, everything's fine. And it's cool and the autumn and sweet for the fire in your head and feet. Close your eyes, close your eyes, and relax, think of nothing. Close your eyes.